Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. How are you guys doing? It's uh, Jonathan London here with Geekscape. This is episode 112 of your favorite movies and video games and comic book review and news podcast. Every week I'm joined with a guest host and this is actually last year's, as voted on by the Geekscape viewers, favorite guest host. Um, I would say that you're the favorite favorite, uh, guest co-host. You tied with Felicia Day. Which I'm very honored about. But has she been back? No. No. Um, She would come back. Right. But no, of course. I mean, sure, I want, she I want would. The oh, yeah, yeah. Um, Thank you. <clears throat> Ian Kerner, who won the previous year's Best Guest Host, was last year. We talked a whole lot of Watchmen. So if you guys haven't seen that episode, you want to learn about some Watchmen knowledge, we went on for about 45 minutes on that movie. So I won't mention it at all. Did you like it? Uh, there were parts of it I liked, but I felt like my main complaint with it was that it spent all the time on the main six characters, all the superheroes, but. Not enough time showing that the world was in crisis, not all of the little people and everything. So at the end, when it's all about you know the Cold War and will the, the world be destroyed by nuclear Armageddon, it didn't seem like that was important. It seemed like all the characters' backstories were important if you take out yeah. all the Rosencrantz and Guildensterns. So uh, I thought that didn't service it very well. There are other little nitpicks I have. Mm-hmm. You know, The makeup I didn't think was particularly good on Carla Giugino. That was kind of distracting. But on the whole, on the whole, I think everyone should be pretty pleased with with the job. I, I liked it more than I thought I would, but right. I wasn't impressed, and I don't think uh, it did a, as good a job as it possibly could. But then again, there's supposed to be like a five hour director's cut. Did you and watch that Watchmen, VJ? Did you like it? Uh, I like the first half better than the second. Half. VJ Kerr is here with us. Uh, Brian Gilmore is in Seattle, and we all know why. Um, so let's get right to the quick. Um, <clears throat> this is the off week uh, You know We had Watchmen last week And now That's probably like Our our next big Our last big one Before the summer Starts rolling 
Although yeah. summer's getting earlier and earlier. Yeah, I mean, like, next next, next uh, month we got, like, Crank 2 and would something you say else. Fast and the Furious? Fast, Fast and I, Furious, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say Fast that under any Furious circumstances. Or? I have no I have no desire to see it whatsoever. Okay. Um, um, but something, yeah, a couple of things, big things are coming out in April. And then there's, like, the first week in May, there's Star Trek, and mm-hmm. so it's going to get going. So this week, the offerings in the theater were um, Last House on the Left. Uh, and Didn't that, see it. And that was the movie that was kind of, like... The uh, other R attraction for Watchmen. Yeah, you know, I I don't think I, I was gonna go see this um, mm-hmm. race to Witch Mountain. You know, it looks cute. I like Dwayne Johnson, and it, it looks too. it looks it looks like a well made production and everything. But I am not seeing that in the theaters. I might rent it on DVD. Sure, that's about as far as um, I know. with your kids. With with my many many kids. Um, Last House on the Left. Uh, this is a remake of the Wes Craven. Uh, Movie that he that he made in the early seventies. Coincidentally, also called Last House on the Left. <laughs> yes. Neither, and as far as I understand, neither movie it doesn't matter where the house is. <laughs> At no point it's like ah, I'm gonna kill and rape your kids. Where is your house? <laughs> well, if you go on Sutherland Street, Last House on the Left never comes up. I think they mentioned it in the trailer of the new one. They just threw it in there. It's like I just let's justify the title. But yeah, it's nothing to do with anything. <laughs> this is the current remake produced. Yeah. Uh, Wes Craven has something to do with the production of it. You know, of course he's a vacant producer. Yeah. He's definitely yeah. getting the chunk of change sure. to go yeah. along with it. But uh, it, it's it stars the young the young girl from like Aquamarine and stuff like yeah. that. And um, wow. You saw Aquamarine No, but I know it's the chick from <laughs> you Aquamarine know, You remember her as the what chick else, from Aquamarine? Is, I don't fucking know, in? but Aquamarine That's the only thing I know she's from I just mean that, 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 that you reserved a spot no, in your brain for her, Aquamarine right? I think so But she swims in this movie I think you're thinking of Are you thinking of Monica Potter? Because I just think oh. of her in that, in that No, no, because she plays the mom She plays the mom She plays the mom Yeah, I don't know This is about the, I didn't you know, see This is the Aquamarine girl who's also swimming in this movie She's a swimmer <laughs> Which is how right. she survived. Good segue. But but what happens yeah. is, uh, you know, she's all she's yeah. at this house on the left, the retreat house with her parents. Sure. And uh, you know she goes into town to hang out with a friend. Right. They fall upon some criminals on the run. Right. The criminals take her and her friend to the woods. There's a pretty brutal scene. I will uh, warn you guys that the scene of them getting yeah. brutalized brutalized in this movie yeah. is. Intense. It's intense. So it's intensity, intensity. She manages to get away, but is shot. And the bad guys have been roughed up. They've been out in a car accident with the, mm. because the girls are yeah. trying to force their escape, and yeah. they end up at the last house on the left, ah, which is where her parents are, and, and her then her parents, parents exact unholy revenge upon they them. They find because, out about it. Yeah, exactly. Well, the girl ends up crawling out. Yeah. Here, here, okay. And, and and they find out that the girl's yeah. been brutalized, and they they're like, okay, yeah. we got these killers in our house. Right. Let's dispose of them right. as cinematically, creatively as possible. Maybe not efficiently. Maybe not, but but they're but they're, they're out, they're out for film. they're out for vengeance, not punishment. You know, they're they're out. You know, they're they're they're, they're 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 furious, and they want people to suffer as much as possible. So they'll get creative because you just fuck with my daughter. You don't do that. Dude. Right. That's not that's not cool. What would you do? What would I if do? If you had a kid, if I had a kid, and Garrett Dillahunt had raped and tried to kill her right. and everything. Uh, there would be a very stern letter written, um, very forcefully worded. I'm not kidding around. There, there will be some hard clauses involved. Um, I choose not to think about it, but that's true, and that's that's one of the things I do like about the last and the left house and left idea is that it takes, um, it, it takes a pretty uh, familiar slasher concept. These guys are killing teenagers, right? And but it takes, but then it goes in a different direction, which shows. 
how would the parents react to that? And that's something Wes Craven was always really interested in is, you know, how people can become monsters when confronted with monsters. Mm -hmm. And you did it in um, Hills of Eyes. Right. Uh, it's part of the backstory in Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah, well, the, 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 the parents yeah, every, kill Kruger. Exactly, yeah, which isn't cool. Like, you, you don't do that. It, you know? Well, it was actually uh, Roseanne Barr. Uh, and, and, <laughs> Tom and, Con and Tom, yeah. yeah, yeah, that was that and was her husband. Stuff. Yes, that, do you remember that? Well remembered. <laughs> yeah, from the, from the and, Tom, and her line. husband Tom. Yeah, in Freddy dead. Yeah, yeah. Freddy's dead. The flashback has them. That his was parents on no, it wasn't a flashback. It wasn't the. Fl I don't think they did a flashback. It was when the kids went to the town and found that the town had no kids left in it, mm -hmm. and Roseanne and and Tom Arnold were freaked out and like desperate to get their kids back because apparently all their kids have been killed by Freddy Krueger and right. we're trying to like you know manhandle the teenagers uh, which is fun but let me ask you a question um, uh, judging from the trailers or, or at least the commercials for, for the remake of Last House on the Left uh, it's at what point in the film the halfway point the two thirds point do we get to the Last House on the Left and the parents start stalking the killers um I would say it's about two thirds of the way through. it is two thirds of the way little, it's a little further on okay, the movie, yeah. that's good because they really sell that a lot in the commercials, and um, no, you gotta see the, the originalizing. Yeah, and the, well, exactly, and it needs to need to give it the time I'll to make it, that work. That's fine, yeah. but yeah, I thing, mean, it's not a long movie. It, no, it's not. The original one wasn't either, but they did save that for the very, very end right. and make it make it really cathartic. Uh, but it just seems like they're selling it on that one point. It's like uh, the remake of. Um, well, when a stranger calls. When a stranger calls. Remember when a stranger right. calls is fascinating. Did you see it? Did you see the original? When a stranger calls with Camille remake. with a Camila Bell. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So uh, I think it was Camila Bell. Anyway, uh, but that entire remake is a remake of the first ten minutes of the right. original movie. Right. And I just it just looked like they structured it wrong. It looked like they thought well the only interesting part of this movie mm. is the parents taking revenge, so we're just going to rush to it. But they didn't. It no. just they just advertised it that way. And that's not the end of the world. That's fine, but I, that I kind think of the, twist a little bit. You know what? Like, like my brother wanted to go see it this sure. this weekend. I'd already seen it, and uh, and he said, "What did you think?" And I said, "You know, for what you're going for as yeah. a whole, you know horror movie, you're, yeah. you're going to enjoy it." Um, At least it's not PG thirteen. We have this guy Logan. It's not PG thirteen, is it? No, it's hard. Okay, it's good. It's hard. We have this guy uh, Logan Crow who runs a, a movie blog called Mondo Celluloid. Okay. He lives in uh, Long Beach, and he's just uh, a huge horror buff. Sure. He saw the movie. Really, really, really liked it. So as yeah, a, 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 a semi-horror yeah. buff myself, yeah. I think the movie's fine. Yeah. But somebody like who's hardcore into <laughs> horror like mm -hmm. Logan, yeah. he really, really enjoyed the movie. And the brutalization yeah. of the girls, like, hey, the sick, the sick people in the Geekscape audience will enjoy that. They, they will love it. I just, it's, it's the thing is, the original really <laughs> did have its flaws. <laughs> the chick from yeah. Superbad gets it, though. There you go. The, um, <laughs> there's a girl from Superbad who's okay, a friend. I, didn't even she, see Superbad yeah, um, she, she does not do well no, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry to hear that No but, uh, but, but Aquamarine you know, was okay Aquamarine I'm sure was fantastic Yet Okay yet In your Touché. life in, in your life There is Touché. I have not seen Aquamarine You know yet, what I will and At I've some point I've seen Aquamarine That's how you You know there, there's, there's the time yeah. in your life Up until when you've right. seen Aquamarine There's a before and after, and after. Yeah. It's like losing your virginity Seeing Aquamarine I will see if I can make that An article in Geekscape After Dark Please don't. <laughs> well, William Bibiani, everybody, if you're a faithful reader to the Geekscape website, William's been writing a, uh, is it bi-weekly? It's every other week? Um, well, it's, it's weekly to start with. We just want to build up a bit of an audience, and then I think we're going to taper off and do a bi-weekly, because it's a little difficult to write like a really in-depth review of something every week. I'm going to run... William is someone who uh, is writing 
the reviews of would you call them pornographic parodies of like known films, TV series? Um, they're not know? all. They're not all parodies okay. necessarily. I'm, I'm writing reviews of, of, of pornographic movies, usually ones with a story. Uh-huh. And and, and from judging a film, the, from from a film perspective, from a film yeah. critic's perspective, from a film student's perspective, there's no one else I would trust but yours. Well, I appreciate that. You know. But uh, no, the thing is, a lot of these movies do have a story, and they use the exact same um, devices that mainstream filmmaking and TV showmaking and so on use. Uh, but no there's one's really seven, looking at them critically. There's only critically. seven stories. Yeah, there's... there's <laughs> what's, 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 it? It's true, exactly. Classically, there's only seven exactly. stories. Why would the porn industry do it any different? Exactly, but no one's looking at them like that. If you look at any reviews or pornographic movies, and I know you have, uh, it's always a review of the sex. Right. You know, it's it's like, uh, 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 Aurora Snow comes in, Benjamin Bratt's on the couch, they do these sexual maneuvers. Yeah, there's that's definitely it. these different things. And, and they do have stories. And some of them, if you really look at the stories, are surprisingly interesting. Maybe it's because <laughs> maybe it's because they weren't thought out well enough. Maybe because they were thought out too well. But there's like there's really I'm, I'm reviewing uh, uh, Wednesday's review uh, of not the Brady's Triple X, which should be out probably by yeah, the time this comes. I got out. the press release. Uh, for there that. you go. Exactly. Uh-huh. Um, now they're starts, sending me this stuff. It's fantastic, isn't it? Yeah, it's I mean, great. I'm sure. I'm sure Laura appreciates that. Um, she's fine. I'm, yeah, my girlfriend's fine too. But um, I make it. I don't take it. <laughs> Touche. Um, no, but the thing is, it starts out as like a traditional like TV parody, and then it gets like really weird in the end, and it has this like <laughs> twist ending that doesn't make any sense at all. And I'm but trying to. I'm trying to figure out a way to figure. Of, of, as, as a, a fan of, of storytelling, you're, as a fan you're of storytelling, fascinated. I, I am kind of fascinated. It's weird though because it's, I, had, I have a lot less to talk about with that than I thought I was. It's just like, yeah, it's a Brady Bunch, but they're having sex. What do you, what do you want? It's not that complicated. With each other. <laughs> Family no, only, only a little bit. And, then, and even then, it turns out it might be a dream. It might be the result of a psychotic break. Or it might be the result of the extremely complicated and clandestine machinations of Marsha Brady's uncle slash pornographic producer slash doctor. Played by the inimitable Lou Percate, by the way, who, I gotta tell you, we've all heard about how great Viola Davis's performance in Doubt was. Oh, she had 12 minutes and she blew me away. She cried and there was snot and that was really impressive. Uh, Lou Percate, in Not the Brady's Triple X, has a performance that is so iconic. And I'm not even kidding here. I was mesmerized by how good he was. I'm mesmerized We're talking, by your mesmerization. Exactly. This is seriously on the level of Daniel Day-Lewis in There Will Be Blood. <laughs> or Daniel Day-Lewis in Gangs of New York. Or Daniel Day-Lewis in, in My, My Left, Left Foot. Foot. Yeah, right. exactly. It's seriously that good. So if nothing else, he's got like Guys. three minutes of screen time. Steals the movie. I'm telling you, it is one of my favorite offerings on the Geekscape website, and uh, it's good. No, I really, dude, this this thing well, has I, me laughing. I, well, I'm like, glad. Deep barrel laughs, and it's okay. hard. You know, somebody like like you that's jocular and funny, it's hard to get you to laugh on a written page. Oh, especially when I'm writing it. Yeah. Well, it's hard. It's hard yeah. to get me to laugh yeah. at most stuff. I'm laughing my ass oh, off reading your reviews, that. man. I'm, I'm glad someone is. So you guys definitely read that, uh, especially if you're at work. Yeah, and you, well, you want to you want to play with pornography, but it's right. safe. It is safe for work. We 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 don't have pictures of nudity or sex, and we we I, I even avoid using off color language as much as possible. My, uh, so it should be something that you know, if anyone says, "Hey, what are you looking at?" If they actually look at it, there's nothing really there they can bitch about. Are you familiar with the PG porn stuff that James? Got yeah, I actually am. I'm a big fan of it. I think it's really funny. Well, Pete Alton, who's the who's yeah. the editor of that stuff, and one yeah. of the guys behind it, is my editor on on the series that we're gonna have uh, oh, coming great. out soon for you guys that I can't talk about too much. But he and I are working on a project. Oh, He's cool. my editor. And he's showing me all the PG porns before they come out. Oh, and awesome! Yeah. There's some funny ass stuff. There's some really and, good and it stuff. It reminds there, yeah. me 
of your, you know, because every day, yeah. it just reminds me of that world no, where I, we're I going to make porn safe for you, for your I, work. It's great. Actually, it's a really funny series. And I got to tell you, it was one of those things where I saw it and I was like, God damn it, why didn't I think of that? That's really funny. He showed me this one with Craig Robinson coming up that is really, really, really damn funny. Okay. Well, I, I'm for, I, I'd, I'd ask you to tell me about it, but if they're so short it would ruin it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, it's but, funny. But I love the one with, uh, I love the one with the Peanuts Gallery. Mm-hmm. It, that, that was really funny. And Nathan Fillion's, of course, wonderful. Um, so guys, uh, William Bibiani is here and he is real And he is really racking up the reasons for you to vote him again As your favorite Geekscape co-host Although yes. Ian Kerner last week was saying he's, you know No, he's, he's, he's going to make a campaign yeah, um, Guys, uh, a buddy of mine in North Carolina I really lapsed last week I was supposed to talk about their movie, hmm. Mental Scars It's okay. a movie that a bunch of independent, uh, a couple of independent guys made uh, in North Carolina them. And I was going yeah. to... I was going to talk about it last week, but we yeah. got caught up in Watchmen. And well, they, it's and the they Watchmen. Had the premiere. Like, oh. They had their premiere in North Carolina last uh, week, last, last Friday. Yeah, I don't really know how many of you guys well, are in North if, Carolina. Yeah. But A, you know. Yeah, it, no, that's, that's, yeah, that sucks. Like, it sucks because I missed the premiere. And Mike Jones is a good guy. He programmed Gay by Dawn in a film festival in North Carolina years ago. Yeah. It was like, hey, Jonathan, I made this film. Would you be interested in talking about it? Dude. A month and a half later, yeah. I haven't talked about the damn thing oh, yet. Oh, well, let's talk about the damn thing. But I walked, uh, I watched it last Saturday. Yeah. And, dude, it's, I mean, it's independent. You sure. Know I mean? No, there's, 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 there are limitations. It's fine. But I think genre it, fans like, are cool with that, though. And it's the genre of that, that unexplained mass murderer type guy who lives yeah. somewhere that you don't want to, you know, if you go to, yeah. the, if you go to Camp Crystal Lake, Jason is going to get you. Yeah, exactly. If you go to Elm Street, yeah, Fred no, yeah, 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 exactly. Or, or, this killer yeah, in this fine. movie, Mental Star Scars, uh, in Mental Scars, he lives in this uh, junkyard. Okay, that's in North Carolina, cool. yeah. and it's a junkyard. Yeah, that's a cool and, place uh, to kill people. Yeah, you know, because it gives them like cool tools. Yeah, no, there's, there's, cool a, there's a lot tools. of options. That, that's actually pretty. You definitely got to have the workbench where you have all these yeah. like, tools, and you're going to use each and every single. Well, the, the kill car crusher, I hope, comes who into who come play. into yeah. your. You're uh, thinking big budget now. Yeah. But you're going to use well, these tools talking. to kill anybody okay. who gets near your junkyard. And you'll be surprised in North Carolina yeah. how many times you go through the junkyard. <laughs> I mean, because they're making up reasons throughout the movie. Like, like, <laughs> like, the, like the first ones are like, hey, uh, there's a shortcut. Yeah. Let's cut shortcut through, yeah. the, through the... Right. Through the, uh, through the, so it's um, just a series of, of vignettes of people finding... The they have a reason to go to the junkyard and it ends Another badly. person's like, you know, yeah. my car's busted yeah. and they're gonna, you know, I, don't have, I don't have money for legitimate. a radiator. Come on, baby, midway through our date, let's get yeah. our new radiator. Out of this car, yeah, and he's looking for it, and he gets killed, right? But you know, yeah. I mean, that, that's no, that's my car what, got impounded, happens. and it's going to get trashed. I left my coat I in there. That, we have to go to the junkyard. I think that mental yeah. scars is a bit of a morality play, sure, because against trespassing, okay. you trespass, yeah. and you die. That's, that's pretty good. I mean, yeah. ac- across the board, everybody who trespasses, mm-hmm. you're pretty much fucked in this movie. So he doesn't forgive them their trespass. And the dude's like crazy. And, and you, dude, you're gonna love this movie. Okay, uh, I want to There it. are flashbacks yeah. to him as a kid, like being abused. Yes. Or like yelled at by his mom, yes. and like everybody's calling him slow and yes. some of that. And you see this landlord come to their house, and he's like, "I'm kicking you guys out tomorrow." You know, you don't pay the rent. The kid sneaks up behind the landlord in like this flashback, mm-hmm. and I mean, all this stuff is probably edited on Final sure. Cut Pro, right? Uh, sure. So it's using different filters and stuff like that. Fucking kid kills the landlord. <laughs> <laughs> but it's all like cutaway action, you know, because they got to cheat to death. Yeah, sure, because he only because you know I mean? can Yeah, exactly, exactly. Dude, yeah. if if you're into like the independent horror film yeah. stuff, like this is a movie that I don't know when uh, when when Mike's gonna get it out. Yeah, you know, but this is the kind of movie that you, you're gonna want to look into if you're fans of something that's like uh, the El Mariachi. 
ah, meets that's... like Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yeah, sure. Well, yeah, because it's got El Mariachi style production quality, mm-hmm. but the storytelling is definitely one of these, you know, right. slasher movies. Yeah. Well, that sounds great. He takes like Honestly, a, like yeah. he takes like one of those things that you um, what the fuck is this thing used for? It, it's two bars with a bunch of uh, wire across it that electrocutes. Why would you? Why would you make that? I think it's for meat processing. Why does he have that in a junkyard? I don't know, but he puts it around this woman's head and okay. electrocutes her face. Well, that's face. cool. It's like, <laughs> we can all go with that. And the junkyard is owned by this rich bitch ah. who's really rude to everybody. Yeah. So you just can't wait for her. To okay, get it yeah, movie. it's only a matter of she's time. She's got plans yeah. for the junkyard. Well, it's her property, well, though. She so she plan can't, she's for not trespassing. Is that this dude is living on a property yeah. with a workbench yeah. that he uses to kill? Ah, okay. What well, didn't Wolf Creek take place at a at a junkyard? Oh yeah, Wolf Creek, the Australian yeah. movie. Yeah, it was a really good movie. Yeah, that took place at a junkyard. Like, I, I, I don't I think they, they, okay. they didn't get really creative with it, but I do think that was a set piece. No, no, there's different yeah. kills in every sure. single well, thing. I like that. I, I and like then it. they give you random shots of cars. Right. No, I like it when a when a movie For takes atmosphere. advantage it's of atmosphere. Well, it's not, but it also takes advantage of its production mm-hmm. value. You know, it's really frustrating when you see like a movie that takes place in I don't know a museum. And someone doesn't grab a sword off of a display and try to kill someone. It just feels right. like yeah, it, it feels like they could just could have put it anywhere. It's like maximize where you're filming. Well, this and you is get definitely... more out of it. It feels more like a real film. Well, the junkyard is the centerpiece. Exactly. Of this no, exactly. If you're going to set um, something in the, a horror film in the junkyard, use the well, junkyard. Um, it's great. What was I going to? I was going to say something about the movie. But the electric gra- uh, cheese you know grater. What, you know what? You know what I like about your article. Uh, and it goes back to this, to this, okay. uh, to the, to the porn articles that you've been writing, sure. right? Is that when I first started the the Geekscape website, I wanted to kind of do a regular article similar to yours, but about gauntlet films, which are those movies. That you, oh, you, right, the really bad ones. The, yeah. Well, they're they're bad, but they're charming. Sure, no, and, and they're not bad, because bad they're te- but yeah, yeah, they're they're, they're, they're bad really on watchable, level. but technically they suck. Yeah. So yeah, sure. That's fantastic. some of them just didn't have the budget. Some of them just didn't have the direction. Or the actors just, just the couldn't actors. pull it off. Right. Yeah, exactly. But they're movies that you love. Sure. So I wanted to do a, a, a semi-regular article called The Gauntlet. Series. Okay. And it's a guide to the Gauntlet. Geekscape's guide to the Gauntlet. Yeah. And I still want to do it. Yeah. It's just tough to find a Bibiani type who who put himself through that kind of torture. I I, you know I, I, I mean? can do that. Yeah, but not on top. Well, not of not regularly. Right. We, we can mix it up. We can get. But a I think I think we that. should do. I think we should keep doing these gauntlet movies. I think it's fantastic. You know, gauntlet movies are like Wizards of the Lost Kingdom, which I love. Yeah. And like, you know, some of those old horror movies and stuff like that. Some of the exploitation movies. Yeah. All that stuff is the gauntlet yeah. movie. Absolutely. We had like a scoring system. Anything Gary Daniels is in. Dude, Gary Daniels is a, is a gauntlet mainstay. Exactly. So this movie yeah. is the kind of movie yeah. that you want to have like in a gauntlet. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like Logan Crowe, who who's been running like monthly film screenings mm-hmm. in, in uh, Long Beach, yeah, for like these kind of movies. I gotta get a copy of Mental Scars to Logan yeah. Crowe because it's definitely the kind of thing that Mondo Solo would, would put on at like a midnight screening that people would fucking love. Yeah, you know, this is the kind of movie you want to watch with your friends gathered around, just hanging out and having fun and laughing. Yeah, because these people get fucked up by this guy, and he lives in a trash. I mean, he lives in a junkyard. You're yeah. gonna have to. I mean, if you live in a junkyard, you gotta embrace it. Really, you're just gonna have to just you know go with. The you gotta flow. think you're not happy. You imagine you're not happy. You know, the happiest no, people I mean, that lived in a junkyard I mean, was in CJ Seven uh, when Stephen Chow lived in the junkyard no, with the his ha- kid. The happiest guy lived in a junkyard was Harry Connick Jr. in The Iron Giant. Oh yeah, he was but happy. He was a hip guy. No, he was he, hip guy. he was he was making sculptures yeah. out of the junk, and I think that's really progressive. And I think had we simply gotten this serial killer. 
uh, you know, into some kind of you know after school program. You know, it's that channel that Sponsorship. energy. Channel that energy. Well, he channels into something it. positive. He, he into channels it into this. Into yeah. No, he's building that's sculptures out of people's corpses. Well, that's fun. Well, don't trespass. That's, yeah, that's yeah, the moral of this story. Yeah. Um, it's Trey Passe. You know who li- also lives in a scrapyard? The original Night Owl. Um, it's true. So, guys, uh, I saw a happy movie with uh, my girlfriend Laura. We went to see uh, a preview of Sunshine Cleaning. This is Amy Adams. Is in this movie And it's also got uh, Emily Blunt Emily Blunt And um, the father From uh, From uh, Little Miss Sunshine Oh Alan Arkin Alan Arkin Yeah And I, I She plays a single mom Raising a young kid And uh, she's How would you describe her Laura she, she, she cleans people's house She works as a maid She runs the service But she's Like hitting financial hardships Steve Zahn plays like Her high school boyfriend Who won't commit to her Because he's married now To someone else And has a family but they still see each other in a motel. Mm-hmm. Basically, she's not living the life she wants for herself, right? I, I imagine. High school cheerleader with everything. Yeah. She's... She was the, the high school cheerleader and everything. Jennifer Aniston? Now she's not. Was the plot to Good Girl? I didn't see that. Wasn't she like popular in high oh, school and now she's good sad? Girl. No. Yeah. No, not, that wasn't I mean, a. Not completely. Not so, I mean, and there's more oh, to it. Yeah, That's no, a setup. No. It's a setup, I thought. I wasn't that. Right. But this is directed by um, this New Zealand director. She did a Gwyneth Paltrow movie. I think she did. Proof? Emma? Was it proof? I don't know. Um, but it was the producer. Uh, but that, that but, but the Laura's got it. She did Sylvia. Sylvia. Oh, my girlfriend loves that movie. But the producers did Little Miss Sunshine. Yeah. Right. So when they tell you in this, you know, Sunshine cleaning preview from the makers of Little Miss Sunshine, they're talking about the producers. But other than that, like, you're not expect like Gilmore described it as like an indie by numbers Sunshine cleaning. I didn't think it was indie by numbers <sighs> at all. I thought it was a pretty heartfelt movie. Well, I didn't see it. So you know, <laughs> I'm just gonna I'm just gonna go it. with you because you're here. So Emily Blunt's like her no good, yeah. you know, her her sister who can never could not do well, right? You know what I mean? She's she. They're both traumatized by a, mm. by their by past experience with their mother committing suicide, right? And they're dealing with that, and she's trying to raise her kid. He's getting kicked out of school mm. uh, because he's got like ADHD or ADD, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, so she wants needs to make more money. Right. To get him into a, a better school So she starts cleaning up crime scenes And like suicides and stuff like that So okay. she starts like actually doing this Crime scene like, like but, but like for like the cops After they're done taking the pictures Or for criminals who don't want to get caught <laughs> For the cops Oh okay because that's you know a different I mean? movie Or like suicide okay. and stuff like that yeah. So right. you know they're doing it She gets her sister to follow up They start yeah. going through the, the trials Of becoming actually doing this legally Sure I mean, you can't just throw that stuff in the dumpster. No, no. You know? yeah. But they do <laughs> in one scene. And it's charming because you start seeing these girls who are split apart by something. Tampering with evidence is charming. Yeah. Wait, you start to see this. Uh, these girls who have been split apart by this tragic event start coming together and figuring themselves out. Through, through other this. tragic tragic events. There's a, there's, there's, there's a piece of dialogue yeah. in the film where she's, she, she gets invited to a baby shower with a bunch mm-hmm. of her ex-high school girls who yeah. are now off and successful. Yeah. And they're kind of like, why are you doing this? And she's like, well, I come into people's times when they've had a huge loss and like, a, you know, mm-hmm. they've gone through a life-changing moment. Yeah. And uh, I thought the movie was really sweet. You well, know, that's good. I don't think it's indie by numbers. I think well, it's something that think... you can relate to, mm-hmm. especially in this hard economy, taking on a job <laughs> that you don't want to necessarily yeah. take on. I mean, it's that, that ever <laughs> it's since a perfect movie for the economy. Everybody knows that ever since the economy became the economy, every time something happens that has to do with money, you have to say it's kind of like the economy. Well, I or think in this economy, I think the economy should be a Street Fighter character in the next edition. That sounds really cool, actually. 
<laughs> what I'm saying is, but it, no, but if you want something yeah. different than yeah. um, "I love you, man," or you're looking for something to, to, to yeah. go see with your parents, yeah, or a girlfriend or something, yeah. when she doesn't want to go see Watchmen, Last House on the Left, or Escape to Witch Mountain, yeah. this is the kind of movie you, you want to take her to. I thought it was that, a sweet movie. That sounds great. That um, it's well written, has some cute characters, and yeah. you know, it, it it hits all the right buttons. That's all you need sometimes, isn't it? Sweet movie. And Amy Adams, like, oh, Amy Adams is adorable, and she's really talented too. I mean, she cries like, so much in this movie. Oh, well, there you go. Her. Well, good. She'll get another Oscar nomination. Oh, she deserved so it for Junebug. I was actually pissed when she yeah. lost for Junebug. And the one-armed man is in Star Trek: Crank Two and the Horseman this spring. Oh yeah, there's an actor with one one arm. Oh neat, isn't I think it? It's part of it? It's time to remake the fugitive so, again. So, so Laura, um, we've had some family drama. Oh, no. Have you seen Texas, our Boston Terrier? Yes. Have you seen that he has a giant tail that uh, Boston Terriers don't normally have? I am not a, what I would call an expert in Boston Terriers. Boston Terriers usually have like a short little pig squiggly tail. Texas here has a very long tail. Oh, indeed he does. Do you, do you mind bringing me Texas, Laura? Wow. And so, so in the spirit of like shows like the Jerry Springer show, VJ, if you can show this, um, Texas here... Has a very long, <laughs> very long tail. Do you see this, VJ? It's a very long tail, which is not natural for a Boston Terrier. So Laura actually sent off for DNA testing to see what is in you. Are, are you all? Are you all Boston? Are you my child? We're gonna find out if this dog is my actual child. Um, am I the father? Yeah, I know you're my baby, but am I your Cause father? Because Jonathan's tail is very long, <laughs> so uh, I, I think I think my tail's we'll get out. long. Yeah. So so so. So Laura's actually gonna gonna fill out this. What do you need, sweetie? Okay, okay. Come here. I'll hold the comics. I'll, okay, uh, I can. Okay, you hold things. the comics. Yeah, I got those. We're gonna do this on the show. We're gonna find out a mystery that's gonna be Back. going on. And how long Back. before we find out the results of this? Yeah. In two weeks, yeah. we're gonna have the results of whether or not Crap. Texas Crap. is a full-on Boston Crap. Terrier. Please Crap. do not judge my comics. I'm not judging your comics. I'm judging you. <laughs> um, okay, here we go. Oh, Re ready for this? Bibiani, this is this is Texas's DNA test. This is huge, guys. Here on Geekscape, our very first paternal 10, test. Ten seconds. Can you have you, to swab his cheek for ten seconds. Ten seconds, Vijay. Ten seconds on the clock. Okay, ready, Vijay? Yeah. One. Okay. Okay. Well, <laughs> how's that? <laughs> yeah, any ten seconds will do because okay. we have to do okay. this twice. Okay. Twice. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Oh. Whoa. Okay, that's your ten seconds. Okay, you gotta wave it in the air like a magic wand. Like a Polaroid. Okay, that is that is going into the what is that? It has the air drive for thirty minutes. It has the air drive for thirty minutes. And then it goes back in. It goes back in here and then you mail it to the DNA testers. Okay. No, no, whoa, whoa. What happens if he's not a full blooded Boston or not my kid? We're taking him back to the pound. We're not taking him back to the pound. No, I want if he's not a Boston, which I totally think he is a Boston. Everything about him is Boston. What are you? What if you have rat? But he has if he has anything in it, I hope it's something super Weird and like like what? What would be weird? Like a chinchilla? Like a Great Dane? Like a Great Dane? Yeah. No. Okay. Hey, 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 you be good. So you audio listeners, what we're doing is we're taking a DNA test <laughs> of my dog, <laughs> and uh, we're gonna we're, find out if he's a full-blooded Boston. We're, we're, we're swabbing him. Okay. okay. There we go. The inside of his cheek. You are air drying. Texas. We're gonna release this on the internet. We're gonna call it one night in Texas. No matter what the results are. Don't make me put you on the street. If I find out you're someone else is your daddy, if I find out you've been running around, Lolo. 
if Big Yanks, if Big Yanks is Texas's dad, whew, that will be something that rocks the foundation of Geekscape. If Big Yanks, if Big Yanks turns out to be uh, Texas's dad, that that will be something that may. What if Gilmore is the father of my dog? Not possible. No, I think it's just all too likely. It's it's it's, it's what everyone's expecting. <laughs> Got it. Yeah. Got it. Uh, so, um, yeah. News. You, you have um, a bunch of news coming out. Uh, well, uh, what's some news that's happening in entertainment right now? Will well, you be uh, well, uh, Ron Silver re- died. Yeah, John Claude Van Damme's greatest nemesis, Ron Silver, has died uh, of esophageal cancer. He was sixty-two. It oh, totally sucks. Do you think the cancer was a result of having the same matter occupy the same space? That's the only. Well, he was method, so I can only imagine. Yeah. Um, because he did kind of get a no, he did. I also there blame. When he touched himself I also blame clone. the human flesh machine from the arrival. Because uh-huh. if you remember in the arrival, he played the uh, the president of, <laughs> of the Jet Propulsion Laboratory and a a Mexican landscaper. Oh, One or both a, of which might be aliens. Is there a union that can protect actors from this kind of? Hey, actually, you know what? Thing? Fuck you. The arrival is a good movie. No, no, what I'm saying yeah. is the union could have protected people on set from getting oh, irradiated think, by alien beams. I think, well, again, method, man. Everyone's all hardcore and shit. Is this real yeah. alien laser we got it, here? It, it is. It is. Or, because or, he did play uh, Alan Dershowitz in uh, Reversal of Fortune, this might, be the, uh, this, this might be Klaus von Bülow's revenge. William Bibiani, everybody. Yeah. He is but, giving you your uh, yeah. in-depth yes. analysis. Rumor mongering. But it is really sad. <laughs> it is really sad. I, I think we all liked Ron Silver. I think he was Yeah, we cool. did. Yeah. We did. Um, yeah. Until he became a Republican. Um, <sighs> no one's perfect. No, no, he's great. Yeah. He's phenomenal. Uh, yeah. Um, um, and it will be weird seeing Time Cop without him. Yeah. James Liu, who's a buddy of mine, is, yeah. the, is one of the guys that fights Van Damme with a knife. Yeah, I heard about that. That's really cool. <laughs> a, in the kitchen, right? Yeah. When he does that... Implausible gets... splits from like a standing split, like jumps up and then bam on the counter. Now whenever I watch awesome. Time Cop, which I do every week, yeah, I'm like, oh, there's James Little, and now there's Ron Silver. I saw a, 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 one of those brief little blurb articles in uh, Entertainment Weekly that claimed that Time Cop is an underrated film, and I think that's fine. I think we can get behind that. Underrated to the extent that maybe we need to rethink Blade Runner's place in the pantheon of sci-fi films. This is, you know, uh, they thought it was... I don't know. Who wanted to get hits on the website? Here's the thing. I can't tell if it was satirical or not. Because it might have been satirical. It feels satirical, right? That seems like an exaggeration at best. But maybe someone out there really does think, because, you know, we probably do have time travel machines just like that. That's somebody trying to get hits on their website. Exactly. I mean, I wrote that I enjoyed the Watchmen movie better than the book. That was total... But that just makes me illiterate. That just... I love that review, by the way, because that review was the most amazing concept review I've ever heard. It's like, because it's dumb enough that everyone can understand it, <laughs> it is now good. No, I was no, like, that doesn't no. work. You can't apply that to the League no, of Extraordinary Gentlemen. No, no. You know, I, I think that was an exaggeration. No, yeah, that was an exaggeration yeah. of my point. Oh. Well, what else is okay. going on this week? Uh, well, the Sci-Fi Network has renamed itself. What? It is now the Sci-Fi Network, but it's spelled <laughs> S-Y-F-Y, so they can oh, trademark Jesus. it. It's fantastic. Um, Are you serious? D- yeah, that's, that's what. Oh, so I'm told. S-Y-F-Y. I mean, obviously, S-Y-F-Y, As I understand it, yes, S Y F Y, with the intent of now they can brand themselves because sci- you can't really copyright sci-fi. 
You but know, it's like a genre. What if people like, think yeah. it's short for something else? I, I know, right? You know I, that, I mean? My concern is that this will give them an excuse to move away from sci-fi. Because like, they're slowly now it's doing like that. Serum, what that would be a good SY? I, I, I can't even think of it. I can't think of an SY. Serum. Serum? That doesn't. That's not SY. That's S-E. S-E-R-U-M. Uh, not if you spell it. Not if you like spell a, it wrong. Yeah, not if you spell it wrong. <laughs> oh, man, wrong. My, 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 wrong. My Watchmen thing is coming out. Yeah. I was going to say Synecdoche, and I said Serum. Synecdoche. There you go. Synecdoche is not I that. was going to say Synecdoche. I said Serum. At the last minute, I was like, no, Serum spelled Y. <laughs> no, it's not. Trust your first instincts. But my concern is that this will give them an excuse to move away from science fiction because you notice they have wrestling on now. And while, yes, that is flashy and ridiculous, much like a lot of the programming in the Sci-Fi Channel, it's not actually science fiction. <laughs> no one is actually claiming when they get into the ring, I have come from the future to defeat Rowdy Roddy Piper. If they would, <laughs> so would that you watch world it? I would, actually. <laughs> if they did, would you watch it? I think I would, actually. No, I think you know we've all enjoyed a moment or two of wrestling in our time just because of how ridiculous the plots are. But maybe that's me. But um, I, I just think it's it, it concerns me. Because you look at a lot of, like, for every Battlestar Galactica the Sci-Fi Channel puts out, they put out three Stargates. Right. You know, and Stargate, I guess, has its charms, <laughs> but I haven't seen any of them. <laughs> I ha here's the thing. They have great cast members. they got, like, Jewel State from Firefly yeah. and Ben Browder from... Ben Browder uh, from, from Firescape. From, from, yeah, and, and Claudia Black yeah. from Firescape. Uh, but I've never seen them do anything interesting. Baby, do we have results yet? Do we have results on Texas yet? Don't they have to? They have to drive for like an hour. I heard her talking, and I was okay. like, "She must be excited about something." No, but she is. Um. Um. So yeah, so that's going on. Yo, you just said MacGyver. <laughs> she yelled out MacGyver. Well, they're doing a MacGyver movie now. They officially announced yeah, it. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. Don't Who care. <laughs> he's gonna. He's gonna be trapped in a situation, and he's gonna have a Q-tip. And a dog. <laughs> I think the news about the MacGyver movie would actually be whether or not anybody gave a shit. That would be interesting. That to would find be the out. bigger news of, as to whether or not, yeah. you know. Who would you get to play MacGyver? Who who feels like a young Richard Dean Anderson? I got this. You got this. You got Sean this. Sean Patrick Flannery. The fuck is that? Isn't Sean Patrick Flannery the guy who was in uh, Powder and uh, Boondock Saints? Oh yeah, yeah. The the blonde guy who looks a little bit like Richard Dean Anderson. Yeah, but what do you, what if you want to make a movie people actually want to go see? Oh, you're, then you're not making. You gotta, get, you gotta get. You're not making the Let's be fair. Yeah. See, I'm imagining this is like a Sci-Fi Channel original miniseries that could be a backdoor pilot. That's no, I, I think the only. I, way I thought they were talking. No, about they like are. Feature that's film. the. They are. That's the only way I can imagine it like being Rider. conceivably watchable. Yeah, Knight Rider should have been a movie. Yo, Knight Rider would have been I, an incredible. I, for years movie. as a child wanted yeah. to make Knight Rider versus Airwolf as a movie. Oh my god! Take both of so them awesome. and like, could you yeah. see the trailer? Summer yeah. two thousand two, right. which at the time was the future. Right. You know, the last shot of the trailer was a car going off a cliff into like a helicopter, and then it cuts to black, and you're like, "Holy <laughs> shit!" A helicopter exactly versus a car. Trailer. The trailer should end with no, the car going fantastic. off the cliff, no, Thelma really Louise good. style, I... towards a helicopter, face to face. My, the movie think? I always wanted to make, and I think it's a great idea. Yeah. Movie I always wanted to make was Where's Waldo the movie, but you do it yeah. as like Casino Royale, okay? And it starts off, and this is <laughs> I, 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 this I'm dead serious. I think it's gonna be fantastic. Starts off it's with a picture, be. it's gonna with be. a picture it's of the happen. planet Earth, <laughs> okay. okay? Then there's like a little like chink, and we're like closer on the planet Earth, and then chink America, chink New York, chink Times Square, chink Waldo in the middle of the crowd, and then. There's a little clicking noise, and then you see a crosshair is over, come over the frame, and there's Oddlaw, you know, the yellow Waldo, uh, in like a, 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 a rooftop, like nearby. There you are. And that's how he gets his cane. Because Waldo had a cane. Okay. Okay, so that's the start of it, and then you find out that, so, Wal so Waldo, after finally being found, 
uh, by Oddly's arch nemesis, retired. Okay, he's like he's got a game leg. He's kind of like house now. Yeah. He's all bitter. He's got to get uh, his game back. Exactly. So, but so Oddlaw is running amok, and so they have to send a new like a, a kind of a he's rookie. He's got to train a new Waldo. He's got, he's got like a hot rookie female cop. I forget what the what the female Waldo was called, but uh, she's like so she so <laughs> she's not Oddlaw. She has, fucking pull out of your ass. No, that's real. That's real. So so anyway, so I think Velma. Well, let's pull it off. Uh, so Velma is like working for the Waldo administration. A Kirsten and, Dunst uh, type. Are you there you go. Yeah, a Kirsten Dunst type. Uh, uh, Natalie Portman type, whatever. <laughs> there you go. No, exactly. And then so thinking, so she has to track down Waldo to save Oddlaw, but Waldo's Played by still Law. really exactly. Uh, so Waldo's still really good at his job, though. So she tracks him down. This is as far as I've gotten. She tracks him down into it's a further giant. Than, it's a, further than we have. Wait, into a giant white room. Okay, <laughs> three hundred and sixty degree panning shot around her. Seems there a white room. Waldo, where are you? And then it, so she says that it pans around, and Waldo's suddenly, I'm here. And then, boom, Waldo, 2010. Where's Waldo? Wow. Where is Waldo? I want to see that movie. Maybe that's me. I, I Again, this is, might be the reason why I don't get money to do the things that I want to do. I'm still over here spelling serum with a Y. That's... Hey, bring it back, I say. What the hell? Um. So listen, uh, I, I speak medieval. Let, let's change uh, it from sometimes Y to always Y. There you go. Um, that would make me a little less dumb. Uh, so guys, uh, comic books, <laughs> comic books, <laughs> comic books are. Um, I, you, you saw what I read. Like it's basically Marvel. It's DC mostly Marvel fair. stuff, and yeah, that's fine. Yeah, I, I, but I, that's not what that's not what we bring you around for. The, the, I gotta say, the uh, atheist okay. fucking kicked ass. Well, thank you. I love. I'm I'm glad to hear that you enjoyed it. I hope other people might have enjoyed it as well because the book needs some support. Um, I haven't been reading too much lately because of the economy. Um, <laughs> the new villain from Street Fighter. Exactly. But uh, the one book I, I did read that I really liked, and it was the first issue, I think it came out even this week, it was by Duncan Rouleau, uh-huh. who uh, did uh, the Metal Man miniseries. Yeah. He was the artist on Machina Rex, which I thought was like a really good miniseries that got killed before it was finished. Um, it's called The Great Unknown. What is this? Um, well, the first issue Do was all. S- hmm? Do you know? Um, it's great. <laughs> that much I know. Um, no, it, it, uh, the first issue is, is it's a lot of setup, and it is a miniseries, so it's really just like a first chapter. But um, basically, it's about a guy who is who should be the world's greatest inventor. He comes up with all these brilliant ideas uh, for machines that tell you how long you have to live, machines that can build, um, you know, that can that can change you know, the color of your sunglasses or like hit a button cool stuff but just but literally the day before he patents all of these he sees a commercial for them on TV oh jeez yeah it totally totally sucks and we've all had a moment like that especially creative types where it's like we have this idea for a movie and I then I invented Beanie Babies there, yeah exactly well I had this idea a long time ago for a, for a television series that takes place at the Weekly World News and but all of the stories the House That Bleeds Blood the Bat Boys are real Huh. Which I thought was a cool idea, and then in high school, um, they, they no, it wasn't Erie, Indiana. It was called um, the, um, the the Chronicle, uh-huh. which really oh, pissed yeah. me off because my title was the Midnight Chronicle. Oh shit! <laughs> so, so I think someone overheard me talk about it. But anyway, so the thing is, so it really sucks, and I feel like my future has been stolen from me. He finds out his future has actually been stolen from him. Oh, that in in the way time was supposed to go, he invented all this stuff, and he was the most important inventor in the human history. But at some point, and they haven't examined why yet, I don't know if it's time travel or magic or whatever, at some point someone said, I want that. And so his like With future that, got like yeah. parceled off to people. Um, wow. Which totally sucks. And I think that's a really neat you know, kind, of, kind of concept, because I think we've all had a kind of a fantasy like, uh, where like, 
ah, I wish I'd had this idea, or I wish I'd like written this song like ten years before it came out. I wish then... I'd started Geekscape, and I am. <laughs> but uh, no, but I, I feel it's kind of this universal, neat little sci-fi right. idea, and it's written very, it's written very well. It's it's got kind of a Casanova artistic Who feel puts to the it. Look up? Uh, image. Oh wow! Yeah, they're doing some fucking kick-ass. They're stuff. doing some good stuff, actually. Yeah, I think Eric some... Stevenson's smart as hell over there. Yeah, yeah, he's running the place. And uh, Robert Kirkman's making a lot of the creative mm-hmm. decisions, and he's been doing it. So he did. It's um, there's a series called uh, from them called Killer of Demons, which uh-huh. just came out, um, about like a guy in accounts payable at a cigarette company who starts who, God comes to him and says. Um, we need you to kill demons And then he starts seeing That there are demons <laughs> everywhere Then they're hiding out As real people But it's mostly people He knows and doesn't like oh, so, so he doesn't know so if he's, He doesn't know If he's insane or not Right So uh, and it's, it's, but it's, So it's basically frailty But it's played A bit more humorously And I'm actually Quite fond of it But I think The Great Unknown Is more interesting God from came a conceptual to me And said I need you To start Geekscape So we can put porn <laughs> Articles up For people to read at work You know God came to John Lennon And said there will be Beatles with an A Wow, that's part of the legend. VJ was t- sent, you know, by God mm. to to, uh, to make us all buy Sony products, Sony PlayStation. Three oh, I, I just I just got the Blu-ray player. I didn't. I just got the standalone. So I, I guess. What do you think about Sony? It was Sony. Oh, was Sony. then you live. I do have a Today Panasonic plasma screen though. So. What do you think of that, VJ? He got ripped off. He got ripped off. Hey, is what VJ said. <laughs> Got that thing for like thirteen hundred bucks off until it breaks, yeah. right? Right, VJ. Yeah, that's true. Have you been hearing about these kids from? No. So, so those are the comics you recommend this week. Uh, yeah, that's that's uh, nothing else I've seen has been fairly been. Have you? Well, we had Ian last week. We might have Ian soon to talk about the wrap up of Battlestar Galactica. So he, he the guy, can talk geek comics. Sure. Um, so. Have you been reading these stories about Circuit City closing down and people, you know, the, the, oh, yeah, you yeah. can't bring it back because yeah, it's basically, Yeah, it's a buyer beware and by God you had better beware because they're getting like <laughs> HD TVs with their screens broken. Yeah, I know, right? It's such bullshit, man. I walked through and uh, I, I uh, went to buy some office products. Okay. In For your office? It's right next to a Circuit City. Yeah. So I was like, okay, I'm going to go in there and peruse the Circuit City because mm-hmm. I know it's going to be like a no man's land. It's just going to be everything's picked through. And they still had some HD TVs there, yeah. so I was like, "Huh, maybe, maybe." But then you start realizing that really their prices, even, even no, they're, they're still they're bounds, still crap. They're still equal to Best Buy. Yeah, it's, still, it's uh, like thirty percent off for Circuit City, which makes it normal for Best Buy and Amazon. Right. Which is why they went bankrupt in the fucking first place. <laughs> right. Uh, and then like, to think make, that you're that clear. Then to think that you're actually bringing it home and it's fucking busted. I know. It's, seriously, this is this is what it's like. It's like they completely gave up trying. It's like we're bankrupt. <laughs> Fuck it. Right. Don't even care. You know what? Break the TVs before. I would we like sell to see a do Circuit it on purpose. City ad. Why you know not? What are they going to do? You know the Circuit City ads where the where the the building is actually a plug going into the. Yeah, plug. those are awesome. I want to see it get pulled. <laughs> <laughs> I think that, I think that's the most accurate. I think this is a more accurate be, Circuit City ad. That would be really great. You know, I, what I love to remember. Um, remember when they used to have the good guys. Yes. Do they still have those anywhere? I, I don't know. I don't were they so. not so good guys? Well, they were okay, but the thing is, I always remember because they had this great, because um, a lot of the places have like a jingle in their commercials, you know, uh-huh. like uh, oh what a relief it is or stuff like that. Yeah. Good guys had a, a Wait, can you do a, an elaborate <laughs> musical number. Uh-huh. All right. It's like I do one video, whatever you need. We are your good guys, guaranteed with the good guys. We got to be good, and there was like dancing and shit like that. <laughs> you and would think, yeah, that in order to be the good guys, 
it's already explicit that you've got to be good. No, well, they, well <laughs> but in they, the song, they're they're telling themselves they got to be good. Well, this is probably uh, the fact that they needed. They that maybe extra, wrote it when they were they the needed, not so good. Well, guys. they needed to be reminded of it so often. That's probably why they weren't that good. But uh, <laughs> I would just I just felt like you know when they were done, like all those like you know musical theater students who were like who their gig was dancing for the good guys, you know the sort of Damocles hanging over their head in the dressing room. It's like oh god, this is the last one, guys. Let's make it good. <laughs> <laughs> like the end of the full Monty is like a big freeze frame on him. <laughs> Their last commercial. Poor bastards. Poor good guy. You know what I uh you ever seen Mac and Don't me? fucking touch me. Uh yeah. <laughs> okay. This, this might seem like an odd segue, but by God it's a good one. Okay. Isn't there a fucking musical number in that where so, Ronald McDonald just stop. <laughs> yeah, so, okay, okay. There's a musical number that where Ronald McDonald like comes into a McDonald's and like, you know, they start dancing around and everything. I thought that would happen if you went to McDonald's often enough. I insisted on going to McDonald's. I didn't even like the food that much. Was, I grew to like the food because was, I kept expecting Ronald McDonald to come in and start about, this big dance. The thing about Mac and me and yeah. the scene in McDonald's, you would think that having a Fucking alien in your McDonald's would be a giant health code violation, especially a slimy, bug-eyed alien. Yeah, well, seriously, one of the ugliest goddamn aliens you've ever then seen. Then you realize that it's McDonald's, yeah. and the fact that it's not a health code violation <laughs> just kind of alarms you about the That's quality of health concerning. code concerns at McDonald's. Well, I mean, well, here's the thing, though. There's a thin line between health code concerns because you're an alien to racist concerns because you're an illegal alien. Because that was one of the big points. Because at the end of that movie, you know, they're being sworn in, you know. Doing this, but you know, it's like, uh, yeah, I, I, Mac, and 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 me, uh, agree to be citizens right, of the United right. States. So that's what it was about. It was about illegal aliens. Do you think that Mac and me was a prequel to Alien Nation, the series? I don't know. He could have been the first, first one, but yeah, I hope so. As a prequel, he was the first yeah. of them, and then they got really fucking violent, well, and they saw red. Yeah. Well, okay. the thing is, the one thing they had there was that Mac and me, the cure all for Mac and, and me's was turning uh, the fucking movie off. No, the cure all oh, for that. Like, no, seriously, it's like literally like penicillin on steroids was Coca Cola. Oh yeah. They drank Coca Cola, and then they got better. <laughs> Think about the genius in the back of a boardroom thinking of that <laughs> shit. <laughs> okay, guys, uh, ah. video games. Uh, ah. Gears of War 2, which Bibiani and I play sometimes, uh, is getting an update, and they're getting like role-playing elements built into the game, where I think you can build up different things about your character. I mean, tell okay. me if I'm wrong. But, I'm not going to tell you that right, because BJ? I haven't heard oh, about no. this. I, I mean, they're getting updates and stuff like that. I, they're getting new maps, and I there's new achievements I'm, with all this. But I, I haven't played in a while. I haven't played Gears of War 2 since I got Left 4 Dead. Yeah, Left 4 Dead is my is my shooter multiplayer game. I paused Left 4 Dead long enough, yeah. to beat The Lost and the Damned, ah. the, the the GTA yeah, 4 yeah, download. Yeah, yeah. And next week I'll have you guys my impressions of the new GTA Chinatown Wars, which right. I'm picking up this week. Absolutely. But um, you're right, and and now Resident Evil 5 is the big game this week, but. Yeah. Do you think in an age of Left 4 Dead Where you have a very good co-op Amazing yeah. co-op and versus mode Which is something that they've yeah. gotten a lot of shit for Because versus is an additional Downloadable content mm-hmm. You have to buy to do versus In uh, in in uh, Resident Evil 5 Oh, that, that blows It does blow yeah. um, well, But do, do you think in the day of, yeah. of, of uh, Left 4 Dead That there's no well, place for your Resident no, Evil games? No, there is a place for Resident Evil Because people are stupid um, no, I, I, I listen. The, the mainstream in video games is a, actually even worse than it is in, I think, movies and television, <laughs> because mainstream basically means there's at least five of your game. Uh, people will buy it because it's Resident Evil. Mm-hmm. People will buy, you know, uh, a, a lame sequel to a good video game because it's the good video game right. franchise. So I mean, they're shipping like four or five million copies. Resident Evil Five. They're all gonna sell. 
it's going to do really well. But the thing is that once it's purchased, that's the time where even the mainstream, that's the time where they're allowed to backlash. Mm -hmm. And so critically popular games like uh, Left 4 Dead or, or even games even like Resident Evil 5 was a critically popular game, I believe. 4. Resident Evil 4 was 4 definitely... Was, was incredibly popular. Resident Evil 5 is getting good reviews, but I'm thinking in terms of stuff that like, didn't sell that well right. because it was original IP. You know, like Left 4 so Dead. Left 4 Dead, or, Dead Space. Dead Space. Uh -huh. um, uh, Okami comes mm -hmm. to mind. Um, they're the games that people compare popular games to later. Right. But don't actually take the place of those games in the public consciousness. You know, so I think it's a the movie, shame too. It is a shame because I think Left 4 Dead is really an incredible. I mean, it's it's simple, but it's incredible. I love that game. I love it. Too. I can't wait for this. Yeah, new stuff that's coming. Absolutely, out and it's free. Well, Valve is the benchmark. Valve is for how to treat Valve your audience. Shit. You Valve know what I mean? Fantastic. Um, but uh, yeah, so uh, listen, I'm not getting Resident Evil Five because I played the demo. It is gorgeous. No one's denying that it's gorgeous. It is a lumbering behemoth of gameplay. That it's just it, everything just moves so slowly right. for me, and it's, it's not just that you have to stop to shoot. Yes, no one does it anymore. Maybe they need to rethink that because if that's their only, if if that's their only, uh, the thing that they're holding on to, they're to holding on to that because yeah. that, that's what keeps it scary. Right. Is that we're limiting the player in ways that no other video game bothers to do anymore. You don't have to stop to shoot in real life. You don't have to. I mean, it's recommended. You know, I'm okay with making it. That's why they call it run and gun, baby. Yeah, exactly. But uh, you represent the set. Yeah, right. But yeah, it's just. I, I don't know, but I think everyone's making it too big a deal. Then, honestly, I just I played the demo and I was like, it's very pretty. I don't give a shit. Right. Um, so and again, maybe I'll play it sometime and I'll go wee. And then yeah. Bioshock Two is ultimately coming. Bioshock Two is, is announced for the end of the year, and they finally started releasing some real information about it. What's some of this info? Well. Uh, in the new game, you play as a big daddy. The entire game. The entire supposedly. Okay. I mean, obviously, they didn't tell us what happens at the end of the game, but right. you know, you play as a big daddy. Plays the first big daddy. Okay. Who was designed to be able to use plasmids, and then that turned out to be a bad idea, so they stopped letting big daddy yeah. use plasmids. <laughs> but um, you, you'd think that would be a bad idea, right? But the plot. But they finally released the basic tenet of the plot, which uh -huh. is um, after at the end of Bioshock, mm -hmm. many of the big sisters escaped, uh, regardless of which ending, many of them escaped, and they grew up, and then one of them apparently has gone a little bit nuts. And went back to Rapture and become the big sister okay. and started putting things back together. Wow. You know, started, you know, repairing shit, bringing, uh, kidnapping girls from like the main, from like the mainland, bringing them to Rapture to be little sisters again. Right. Um, and yeah, and now you're this big daddy who's like protecting the little sisters. And you've sisters got a sense of, yeah. Yeah, exactly. And I'm not 100% sure how good an idea all that is. But if the gameplay kicks ass... If the gameplay kicks ass, it's fine. But the thing that Bioshock had that very few video games has is a really good story. Right. Um, and that's the part where they might have set themselves up for a fall there because it's really difficult to capitalize on that. And frankly, the story here feels a little... Forced. Too high concept? How, well, no, it's not high concept. It's actually pretty low concept. Because the first one was so great and not atmospheric. It was know? atmospheric and it was a parcel of information really well. Here, we're dealing with an existing continuity and you have to kind of force things into place. Mm -hmm. Like, uh, how did that little sister get back to Rapture. Did she swim? <laughs> she has to get all the way fucking down there. The entire thing collapsed like a flan in a cupboard. Alright? How did you... Not my line, but good line. Um, it, it just... It, it feels forced to me and maybe that's me and maybe it'll play great. I don't know, but I, I, I'm a little trepidatious because it feels a little... And also, there's going to be multiplayer now and I'm not sure how that works. I feel that would take me out of the world. Um, Speaking of multiplayer, VJ... We're not going to push too much that he's a Sony plant, but you love this Killzone 2, right, buddy? Yeah. Killzone 2 is the Halo killer? Is that what you're calling yeah, it? it? absolutely is. Like, 
I don't know if you say it's like Halo Killer, but it's the marquee title for like any like the PS3. Mm-hmm. I feel like. Yeah. Okay. Oh, Good. Sorry. Yeah, I mean, like they're trying to push like Resistance, like Resistance One and Two is like a big title, but it's just not. You think Killzone's the way that they gotta go? Yeah. Totally. You've been playing like, multiplayer. Yeah, I've been, I'm like I'm not in the top like one percent, but I'm in the top like two percent. Wait, so, online? <laughs> online? Yeah. VJ. There's a lot of people playing. This is like the first game where there's a lot of people. So there's the top two percent is like a million people right now. So. Uh, no. You're in the top two well, percent. There's not. I'm in the Did top you hack your way into the two percent? No, I just. Well, no, he's I'm, that good. I'm man. actually like he's a lawnmower. Shut up. Game, yeah. Though. But, yeah, but he's I mean, a hacker. Like if you check like Call of Duty like five or like any the top like game that people are playing for PS3, it's usually like a few hundred thousand people at a time, maybe right. two hundred thousand or something. And on Killzone, right. there's like there's like five hundred thousand people. Plus. Well, yeah, because that's the so, only game PS3 owners are getting any. Yeah, but it's getting any really use from. That's well, that's fine. That's great. I heard that there were some problems with like the multiplayer link-ups. Like you couldn't like be in the same party as people you're in the same room um, with a lot of the time. Well, I haven't been playing like. Okay. You can join like other games, but they get full yeah. like really fast. Like, How many people playing a game? Uh, thirty-two. But Jesus, I'm it's actually really uh, good. Like, it's like playing laser tag back guys. home. Yeah. All right. So I mean, the single player <laughs> okay. is a little bit lacking, like in the beginning levels, but like the last level in the single player is probably like the best level I played in any game. Really? It's, like, so huge, and it's like really long too. Oh, like, cool. I mean, definitely like both. Good for you, PS3. You finally got a good game. Yeah. yeah. PS3 yeah. has a new, ga- a good game, and, and there are a couple. Portable games that I'm looking forward to, like Harry Hatsworth Adventures, on the on the DS. It's like a, it's like a platformer that also has puzzle el- game cool. elements yeah. in it, and um, Resistance Retribution on the PSP. That's the mm. Resistance title on the PSP that yeah. has like you know, uh, it's a little bit of auto aiming built into it. You can also automatically duck behind objects to okay. duck under so under cover. Like you demo, played some of it? Yeah, the demo has been out. It's like really weird because uh, the PSP it needs like. It wasn't shipped with like a dual analog, so you have to use like the four right buttons as like um, a bit of an aiming. aiming. Yes, but I mean, but it has like a box that's like an auto aim, and you like, right. take cover like everywhere. It's kind of like Gears of War, and like I was saying, Resistance One and Two is not really a marquee title for like the PS3, but on the PSP, like Resistance is probably the best thing that you'll play. Like, really, it actually is. People are saying that it's better than the PS3 versions. I have like from what I've played so far, I have to agree with that. So. Cool. You know, uh, something else that's coming out um, within a couple weeks of each other, if not the same day, is um, House of the Dead, Overkill, and Mad World for the Wii. Well, those came out. Those are, those out, are out already. Those are out. Yeah, Mad World we, came did, out last did week. Did you talk about those already? I, I haven't, because I'm, I'm going to pick them up. You're gonna pick I haven't up. picked them up. Here's, I just love that they're coming out with them at the exact same time. These are the two adult titles for the Wii. The, hard, the two, co- hardcore gaming. These are the two titles on the Wii that have blood and swearing. And supposedly... Um, and supposedly they're both quite good. But well, supposedly uh, yeah. the uh, House of the Dead has a lot of swearing. Yeah, no, get, Guinness, Book, Guinness Book of World Record for the most uh, swearing in a single video game. Yeah. And that's fine. But you know what? I, here's the thing, though. It's like it feels like they're trying by putting them out at the same time. It feels like they're trying to change the Wii's image as the they game console are. for your grandma too fast. It feels like it feels like this token gesture. It's like um, did you ever see? I'm sure you've seen it. the original Transformers the movie, the animated one. Yeah, where Tr- okay. Optimus Tr- Prime curses. Exactly. No, but that's it. You're watching this thing, and uh, you know, oh, Eric Idle bots are attacking our heroes. The Junk Bots. All played by Eric Idle. All in one. Not an idiot. Yeah. Well, Dare to Be Stupid by Weird Al Yankovic plays in the background, and then, oh shit, what are we going to do? Just to get to like that PG rating. I feel like that's what these are. Maybe they're good games, but by releasing them all at once, it's like just saying, PS3 saying, and what do we we And what do we have left the rest of the year? You know I, mean? I know that Pikmin's new new uh, new play is coming. Okay. Like, like they, they reissued Pikmin, and I, I loved Pikmin on the GameCube. Yeah. Don't think I'm going to pick it up for a week. 
but if you, but if you haven't thing. played Pikmin, the Wii the Wii version looks pretty good. I can't think of a single thing I would buy that's that's a Wii exclusive. I, I, I but again, they they might turn something out. The thing is, I actually sold my Wii. Right. Because it was after I after I finished Zelda. Boom Blocks. I didn't even finish Zelda. After Ooh. I finished Boom Blocks, Galaxy was fine. They're gonna be wrong. But after I finished Boom Blocks and uh, Resident Evil Four and uh, Mario Galaxy, I was like, this is a really expensive paperweight. I'm going to sell this because I could get like 80% of what I paid for mm-hmm. it. Uh, and then Were I you in hard time because uh, of the economy? The economy. Um, not at the time, but uh, no, because I, I immediately you chucked You needed that space on your TV? No, I immediately chucked all of it into... Um, uh, Blu-ray I, I, player? No, I had a Blu-ray player. I bought some Blu-rays, and I bought... Um, my, my PS2 was kind of crap, so I bought like a, a, a newer used PS2. Like one of the little tiny ones, the little yeah, baby, slim little ones, adorable yeah. baby ones. It's like, so cute. Oh, it's, so it's like that uh, that Burger King commercial where the guys like the BK Snackers and all the women are like, oh look. Did you see that burgers. Europe's getting a new Mega Drive? Europe's getting a new Genesis oh. Mega Drive. Thing. No kidding. And it's like, but it, it's not wireless controllers, so it's not really an uh, improvement over your old Genesis. Ah. The controllers aren't wireless. So it's just the Genesis again. It's just the Genesis, cool. smaller and trimmer. Dude, it's clever. Yeah, it's all those games. It's all those games you can download off the internet. Yeah. Now you can pay for them. Um, yeah, no, I, I'm I'm actually probably gonna get the um, mm. House of the Dead. Yeah, no, probably, I, I always prob- love the House of the Dead. I'll, I'll probably what? It's not worth full price. No, I mean, it's $50. It's not bro, that bro, 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 you know what but I mean? I'll probably wait for. They're swearing on the Wii. <laughs> Mad World, it's a uh, or I might get Mad World. The, the, yeah. the attraction of House of the Dead is like play with Laura. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, no, like, exactly. like well, it's, it's, the co-op experience will be fun. That's the only reason to get a rail shooter in the first place is like a co-op experience. Right. Like, no, get that guy. Get that guy. Get the left. Go. 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 God damn it! Right, and so I mean, on. this is the ultimate yeah. co-op experience here this on Geekscape. Um, so, guys, we covered some video games. We gave you an independent reference on comic books, and we talked some serious movies and news. Uh, next week, um, we're going to be at uh, our good buddy Chris Tallman's house. He's a comedian. Huh? He's been on a couple so TV he'll be series. Funny. No, you are very fucking no? funny. Oh, shit. And um, we'll be bringing you a review of I Love You, Man. I'll nice. be giving you my impressions of the new DS, Chinatown Wars. I want to say I Love You, Man. I think it looks really funny. Oh, actually. I do love you, man. I do love this oh. guy right here, William Bibiani. He is a... Uh, what's that, sweetie? And in two weeks, we'll uh, hopefully have Ian Kerner back on the show to talk to res- uh, the resolution of Battlestar Galactica, and we'll find out if Texas is my son. Who is Texas's father? Is it Jonathan London? <laughs> is, or is it Gilmore? <laughs> Officer Bob Brady? <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so we got that coming up for you guys next week. Texas could be a Cylon. <laughs> could be a Cylon. They did. They did, did, they have, did that Cylon detector ever actually yeah. work on that show? It, it totally worked, and then they ignored it for the yeah, rest know, of right? it. The like Cylon detector useful, worked, right? and they never went back That's to it. That's the thing it. they forgot about. They forgot that, that uh, Guy Spalter was a scientist until right. like the last episode. So, it's so, like useful stuff. So listen, guys, that's our episode. I urge you guys to go to Geekscape.net. Check out William's article this week. Uh, and uh, that's Geekscape After Dark. So check and see if your parents are watching. Uh, before you read it And um, mm-hmm. Got VJ back That's good But uh, Geekscape.net That's where we hang out We go on the forums We put up articles News All that stuff oh, yeah. And uh, we're also on Facebook So search for Geekscape And uh, Join our club Hang out yeah. with us join You're on there VJ's on there But you have to search for him Because he's secret us. And uh, we also go to MySpace at MySpace.com Slash Geekscape.net We'll see you guys next week. But William Bibiani, I gotta tell you, it's a continued pleasure to have you as part of Geekscape. Sir. 
you are both qualified, dignified, and I don't think you spell any of those with a Y. Not with that attitude. Mm -mm. No. I love you too. What the hell was I thinking? I don't know. Zero. Zero? Symphony. 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 Symphony makes sense. Symphony's not bad, actually. Um, like high, like high so, Symphony... Symphonic, symphonic fee. What is sci-fi thinking? What is sci-fi thinking? I, they can copyright themselves now. It's that simple. It's we can make money because it didn't change the name. It's like uh, once you've copyrighted your name, yeah. then what do you do with it? You build a brand that you're, you you've already, yeah. you've already got the brand. You've already got the brand. You just can't make you know, money can't, off. They can't the make that 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 sweet sweet. I own these words, money. You know. Well, it's because 